What's this story you've brought to my attention? I, I love stories where people make a bit of a dick of themselves, and yep. we've all done it. Yep. Uh, and we'll get to you in a minute, uh, the good people of Sydney, one triple three five three. But what's this Bodie done, MG? Well, he's basically put the Bowser in the wrong hole. Um, <laughs> he's went to fill up his his car, yeah. and instead of filling up the car, he's actually put the the nozzle. <laughs> into a hole that's on the boat. That's designed the for your fishing rod. Where the fishing rod's supposed to go. So $536 later and 231 <laughs> wasted litres later. I can't believe he didn't ping earlier. I know. You can see there's cascading petrol all over the joint. Yeah. What? I'm going to say. Without, without casting aspersions, he might have been, you know, maybe... What do you reckon? Uchi or something. Well, I wouldn't be beyond the Uchi Kuchi. I wouldn't be lighting a joint around that boat. It's been a bit of a shock when the whole your, thing went especially up. Especially your hogger joint. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever made a dick of yourself like this guy? So, can I give you one? Yes. No, I did. Yes. Uh, I'd had a couple. And anyway, I'd, uh, at a pub I was leaving, I called an Uber. And when I arrived, I got out and jumped in the back seat and told him the directions and it wasn't the Uber. It was just a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Pull up and get out of my car. He's, he's jumped out of my phone and said, You won't believe what just happened to me. Mick Malloy jumped in the back of my car and said, To St Kilda. Well, that happens. You know what you do often see at petrol pumps? You see a car driving down the road with the petrol pump still coming out of the. That's right. They've just driven off and yeah, forgotten to. Do it. Have you ever? Oh, I did about 15 or so years ago. This could go on a while. I was, I was honest. <laughs> when do you want me to start? I could, uh, I, I got a hire car and I was with my wife and I think three of our kids at the time, maybe. So they're only young. Um, I filled the car up and about 15 k's in, or not even that, 10 k's into our voyage. I think we'll probably go in one of the, you know, the theme parks. I don't know where the, this the, is going. The cars capulted. They just went, Whoop. You haven't done it. Yeah, I did. I put unleaded into a, disease, into a diesel. <laughs> Mate. <laughs> I know. That is. It, it even had diesel on the freaking cap. Diesel, oh, petrol, and this. And I still didn't know what was going on. Maybe I was that other. This, maybe me and this bloke are related. <laughs> I don't know. How confusing is it sometimes when you don't know, when you're driving a foreign car or one you don't know and you, you can't work out which side the petrol cap's on? Oh, yeah. Five attempts to in a petrol station, <laughs> I'll, I'll give it, and they're all backing in. I'll Hang on, it. now it's still not there. there. There is a hack, but there is a hack on every car. I didn't know this until about five years ago. Right on your fuel gauge, there's an arrow yep. on either side, which tells you which side you put the petrol in. Shut up. Yes. Mm. No. Everyone. Yep. That's a hack. Every How long has this been going on? That's well, apparently yes. forever. But only five years ago as well. <laughs> One triple three five three. Give us a call if you made a bit of a dick of yourself uh, like this bloke. Coming up on Mick and MG in the morning, we talk about the ultimate tight ass. After a woman shared on TikTok that her ex boyfriend charged her for eating a banana and toast at his mum's house, we take some cracking calls about that. Plus, the world's oldest dog who has just turned thirty years old, and of course, it's always a highlight when Andy Lee drops by in the studio and. Puts Mick and MG to the test on his new show on Channel 9. Mel's on the line. Mel, uh, who made a dick of themselves? Oh, that would be my mum. What'd she do? Well, my sister and I uh, went out to say goodbye to her. We were on our way to school and we locked the back door by accident. It was just habit because we had a dog. And so we locked mum out. And um, she met us up at the bus stop in her pyjamas, hair in rollers, <laughs> wanting the key to the house. 
and across the road was one of her students because she was a teacher. So everyone at her school knew that she was at the bus stop in her pajamas. Great. That's what we're talking <laughs> exactly. about. Getting locked out and you're in your PJs is not bad. Who was the host of Ch- of uh, Current Affair? Didn't she, Tracy? Tracy, Tracy Grimshaw. Grimshaw. Tracy Grimshaw. Yeah, I Tra- think uh, Natasha Belling swears this story yeah. is true. Natasha's telling us about it. I wonder if it was the type of PJ, the, the PJs that my, that my mother wears, like the nighty. Or was it like, I wonder what they I were. don't know, but to, but Tracy Grimshaw at the Logies, the story goes, I, I may have had a couple, <laughs> I don't know, but went, thought she got up in the middle of the night, thought she's going to the bathroom. <gasps> And went out, the front, went out the hotel door <laughs> and was standing naked in the, oh, in, 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 yeah. in the corridor oh. waiting to get in. I'll get Tasha yeah, to explain yeah, story. She loves the fact that I've referenced her. Yeah. Tasha Belling has raced into the studio to confirm the story that she in? broke. Yes, you did. <laughs> uh, to confirm that Tracy Grimshaw did, in fact... Uh, end up nude in the corridor after the Logies. You've thrown me under a massive bus. Yep. <laughs> you, you did run around very, yeah. very quickly. <laughs> can you confirm why, why it's not in the news section? I don't know. Yeah, I know. Can Forget you confirm China. it's true? It is true. Uh, Tracy Grimshaw broke her silence a couple of years ago about it. Uh, she actually said that it happened in 1998 at the Logies. For a long time, she said she didn't want to talk about it because she was horrified. She got drunk because that's what everyone does at the Logies. <laughs> and she raced back to her room at three o'clock in the morning thinking the girls from hair and makeup were about to get in there to do a makeup for the Today Show. She pulled a dress off, ripped the jewellery off and raced in to have a shower before they arrived. But in her tired and emotional state, yep. she got a bit confused and she thought the bathroom door <laughs> was the front door. And so literally she thought she was going to the bathroom and then she was in the hallway Fantastic. completely naked. So, um, um, that, 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 in my estimation, she goes up another oh. level. She's another level up today. Good stuff. Good stuff. I'm sure uh, these people queued up to chat to us now have done something just as dicky. Hema, what happened? Um, year 11 ski trip a very long time ago. Yeah. I um, nearly fell off the cliff, like went under barricades. Don't ask me how. I still can't oh. figure it out. I uh, put my boots on the wrong feet. But the most exciting part was that we were being taught how to go over the little jumps. You know, the little Milo kids can go over. Yep. Went over, somehow stuffed it, cracked the back of my head on <gasps> the thing, knocked myself clean like I was out cold, sliding down. Next thing I wake up and there's my beautiful Canadian instructor standing over me going, oh, are you okay? Are you okay? You I'm did like, it oh, deliberately, yeah. Emma. <laughs> <laughs> you knew what mouth you were doing. Mouth. <laughs> All right. Uh, that got the ball rolling. Well done, Emma. Deb's on the line. Deb, uh, made a dick of yourself? It actually wasn't me. It was my sister. What was she doing? Um, you know how you've got the dipstick and the oil yeah. uh, filter, like the oil hole? Um, she actually got a little funnel from the kitchen and started filling it up in the dipstick. <sighs> so needless to say, the funnel wasn't good enough because it started spilling over the top all over the engine. <laughs> so when she started up the engine and it started cooking, um, it was black smoke. It was everywhere. It was so rotten. Oh, oh. She should go out with this boating. <laughs> yeah. they, they, should, they should go on a boating weekend. <laughs> The two of them. See how far they can get. Thanks, Deb. Bob and Head. Here we go. <laughs> uh, John. John. What? Uh, who's? Do you make a dig yourself? Yeah, hundred percent, mate. <laughs> What'd you do, Johnny? <laughs> oh, mate, I was in Las Vegas for a week of uh, partying, and then I had to go to the uh, New Orleans for the Mardi Gras. And on the way, the plane stopped at Fort Worth, and I really needed a sandwich and a packet of durries. <laughs> I got me sandwich and a drink, and I was running to make the line to get the cigarettes. 
and I splattered myself against the glass wall. Oh, oh, I love that. <laughs> I splattered on the glass, didn't get me smokes, lost me. Oh, mate. No, no, <laughs> I'm guessing you weren't on a diplomatic envoy, were you there? You've gone from Vegas to Cancun. Where was he going? To, to uh, Memphis. <laughs> Memphis. Memphis. <laughs> ah, well, what a superstar. Uh, Lana's on the line. Lana, uh, make it to yourself. Hi, yes. Um, many years ago when I was a student, I was doing my, my placement down the south coast. Yes. And they put you up in, a, in accommodation. And um, as I was pulling into the hotel, I had this lovely man come and help me get my suitcase out and all my stuff in. Yeah. And, and he said, look, love, you know, what are you down here for? And I said, oh, you know, I'm doing my placement and I'm here for a month. And, and he's like, oh, great. I'm one of the local doctors at that practice and I, I only got his first name and he said would you like me to show you around town and I'm like oh, that'd be fantastic so yeah. went around checked out the beaches and then he took me out to dinner oh, wow. had about 10 beers and um, we were talking about the practice and I said oh um, yeah I've heard there's some guy there Dr. Mor Dr. Morbid and he said, Morwood. And I've got, oh, no, no, they all call him Dr. Morbid because he's so revolting. <laughs> and he turns the back and says, that's Morwood. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and now, we, are you still married, but Lana? That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know they're getting serious at the networks when the big guns come out. And the 100 with Andy Lee starts tomorrow night on 9 That'll be off the back of maths. What a powerhouse oh. night of entertainment that will be. Uh, the brains, but they've actually developed the show himself. He's uh, right here with us now. Handy Lee, welcome to the show. To Mickey, MG, Hello, nice to be brother. on. Hey, Congrats uh, on the show. Great to have you back. Tell us. Uh... Congrats to you two, by the way. I mean, you're sounding great in the morning. I, MG, I said to Mick that um, he's my favourite radio voice mm. of all time besides my voice. <laughs> <laughs> and there's daylight between first and second. No, I would have thought so. Absolutely no argument there. Um, you came up with the concept for this show. and It's a yes. great show and it, yep. it, it, it rates, what's the classic phrase? Rates its tits off. Yes. That's how we pitch it for, for international sales. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I pitched a show the other day, actually, a sidebar. I pitched a yeah. show to a network the other day and it ended up in a pub crawl in Paddington. What? That's yeah, the that's a pub crawl? Well, it wasn't the show, was it? No, no. <laughs> that's, how I, that's how I got my front bar across the line. Yeah. Tell us about how you came up with the concept, because this is now performed in countries all over the world. Yes, um, we actually asked the question on the 100. For people who haven't seen it, I've got 100 people on Zoom uh, that represent a cross-section of Australia, all demographics, all parts of, yeah. the, of the country. And we asked them questions to find out how Australia is thinking and feeling about different things and their habits. And one, one time I said, did you sell something that you knew didn't work to, uh, online? <laughs> And and then that's kind of how I felt when I sold this show to Greece. <laughs> I'd love to see the Greek Andy Lee, by the way. He wears a vest. He wears he wears a three piece suit, <laughs> which I think is probably why theirs rates more than mine. I've got to up my uh, my fashion game. We just sold it to, to Spain as well, Spain, um, which 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 is great. Uh, but yeah, interestingly enough. The similar kind of questions come up and, and uh, people share their stories and that never ceases to amaze you what people are um, happy to share. Um, so you're back. Who are the regulars on this program, please? Uh, we've got, uh, well, Sophie Monk's joining the cast more regularly. Oh, wow. Just, she's great. Uh, she's, so, uh, she's, I think in about 
20 years time, she's going to say, okay, guys, the whole thing was enacted. I'm the best comedy performer of all time because the things she comes up with okay. are extraordinary. Can I, this is a story that was told to me. And yeah, you can ask on my behalf yes. if this is true. And I won't name who told me the story, Santo Chilaro, uh, <laughs> some time ago. But he maintains that when Sophie Monk moved from Queensland to Sydney, Mm. She took her TV set with her so she could watch the local Queensland news while she was in Sydney. <laughs> I would I not be surprised. I will ask her. I will not be surprised. She says, <laughs> and that's why she's so perfect for this show. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. We're, we're, we're talking about, you know, untruths. Lying was the subject. We're talking about, you know, mistruths. Yes. And I said, um, you know, 42% of, uh, of Australians lie on what? And she went, bed, a bed. Like, no. <laughs> Resume is the answer. <laughs> you will know the topic we're talking here. So. But she's extraordinary. She's back. And also, we've got a, a, uh, a segment called Face the 100, which, look, a few celebrities have come, uh, kindly declined because yeah. I put them out in front of 100 people. And yes. then the first question is, how many of you recognise this person? Oh, so brutal. basically they get to find out how many do. But Pat Cash joins us tomorrow night oh, wow. to see how many Australians recognise him. In the recent Australian Open, you were, every night you were on with the tennis players and, and yep. Sophie some nights. Um, any tennis players that kind of you, you resonated towards more than others? Um, I always have a good time with Sitspass. He's good, he's, isn't he? He's always up for a laugh. You know who was fantastic, um, which was surprising, was uh, Daniil Medvedev. Medvedev, he was good. Um, I saw that, yeah. He had a really good sense of humour, and at the moment, anyone, obviously the Russians aren't the flavour of the month, <laughs> no, uh, the flavour of last year. So yeah. um, for him to come in and do it and, and, and show a good sense of humour was, was, was pretty exciting. Um, we are going to take a, a short break. When we mm. come back, are you going to put us through the paces? Yep. Yeah, Is absolutely. That? MG oh, versus Mick. Get go. some Rocky music going. Well, well, and, mate, uh, <laughs> we've had a bit of a, an altercation between two players up here in the, uh, in the NRL. They've had a wrestle. Guess what he's been doing every break? Wrestling. You're growing on me leg, bite me. Oh, I'm pinned. He tapped out twice. He tapped out twice. Give me the Chinese burn. We're talking to Andy Lee about the return, the triumphant return uh, of his show, The Hundred. Yeah. Uh, which is going uh, over tomorrow night, Channel 9, uh, off the back of maths. That, that, that will What do they call that? that a, good, a, a good lead in? They that, call that? No, well, no, no. The whole... They're their support act. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. That night will uh, boot at home for Channel 9. It's uh, all the way home. Um, you were saying you got, so you get people or celebrities to come on and you have to guess. Yeah, so if, a celebrity if people, comes. People knows who they are. Yeah, celebrity comes out, and so it's a nerve-wracking time for them because they basically I plonk them on the stage, don't introduce them, and say, "Do you recognise uh, this person?" And people have to it, guess. I want to just presume I'm Matt Preston. I'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, wear a cravat. All right, right. We'll right Jeremy. Off the set. We'll <laughs> yeah. um, I'm going to I'm going to pitch you guys against each other. Sure. A couple of the questions, not all of them, of course, because you have to tune in tomorrow night to see it. Yep. But a couple of the questions uh, from yep. tonight: MG versus Mickey. They've been wrestling all day. This is about of who knows Australia best. Okay. First question. How many Aussies have been arrested? What percentage of Australia has been arrested, do you think? Oh, are we just are we restricting this to the NRL? How many in the studio? We should do an NRL special. A hundred NRL players up there to see how skewed the results are. That'd be amazing. How how many Australians have been arrested? Is that yep. right? Over what in percentage? Yeah. What, what percentage? What's the percent? What oh, percentage of Australians? I'm going to say 18%. I'll, 18%. I'll say 15. 
It's ten percent. MG goes to a one nil lead. Okay. Mickey, are you one of those? Uh, I'm one of them. Uh, yeah. I've arrested. Yes, yes. I spent four four hours in the cells. Yeah, so did I. I, 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 <laughs> I had two conjugal visits. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no one else involved. Yeah, sadly, just me. <laughs> Mrs. Farmer. Oh, all right. Okay, okay, okay. Here's, here's the next one. What percentage of Australians have married or hooked up with a relative? Oh. Ooh. Okay, are we talking about... Does this go to Tasmania? <laughs> Which state? They're talking all about states, skewing all the territories. All How many states, have hooked, ter- up, hooked up with a relative? Right. Can I, can it's I got to be the... very low, isn't it? Yeah, it's got to be, be very, very low. low. Under can I stay on the record? You can, mar- you can legally marry your first cousin in Australia. Yeah, I know you can. Yeah. I'm well, going to say... You said that emphatically. Well, actually, my first ever proper kiss was with my cousin. Really? Okay. Oh, about four, about, about four to use of So, so you're, one of, you're one of the people. Yes. You're one of One percent. I'm, I'm going to say one percent. I'm going to say four percent. Oh, it's two percent. Oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Mickey gets that one. This is wow. going down to the wire. This is. Well, we we were at my parents' house. I, I head around there a lot, but they've got all these old photos down the hallway. And I was walking down, and was, there was a picture of my great grandparents. I was like, on their wedding day. And I was like, Mum, they don't seem all that happy. What? What's? Who are they? Because are your great grandparents? I said, Why aren't they so happy? Because maybe because they're first cousins. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I found out in my family. Wow. Well, it's right. Here's the tiebreaker. We need a tiebreaker. Here goes the tiebreaker. Come on, here we go. How many Aussies side with Harry and Megan? Oh, side with Harry and Megan. I'm going to say what percentage? Thirty-two percent. I'm going to say it's lower than that. I'm going to say twenty-six. Um, Kat, can you get uh, like a really crazy big sound effect um, ready? Yeah, like like a go huge, mad. Yeah, go mad. Like, uh, so what do you say again, Mick? I said 32%. It's 32%. Oh! This is the only sound effect I have. <laughs> <laughs> That, nice. that, that comes in handy on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey, topped it. What wow. about the money? What do I win? <laughs> what do you win? What do I you win? Get, you get to keep the job for one more day. <laughs> There's a little taste of what to expect tomorrow well night done, on Channel 9. And 9 now, I should mm. point out. Yep. The 100 with Andy Lee. Thanks for coming on today, Andy. See, See you, champion. Guys. Good luck, buddy. 32%. Wow. wow. Mick and MG that. in the morning. He knows Australia. Checking the latest online. No, 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 no. It's Mick Talk. <laughs> Every time that phone pings in the intro, I think my phone's going off and I start to panic. Uh, guys, you know I'm across everything when it comes to the internet and socials and all the platforms. And uh, what are the platforms? What well, are you've got they? Facebook, you've got uh, Instagram. Have you guys on Facebook? Yeah. Yeah. Why would you be on Facebook? I've never been on Facebook. Never. Oh, it's only no, I, no I, I was I was on for about three weeks and then I got it turned off. Mm. But yeah, it wasn't working out for me. I've just been contacted by a lot of people I didn't want to talk to. <laughs> Are you on Twitter? I, I go. Where's the front of this? Yeah, but I only I don't respond and I only use it to plug gigs. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean. I've, I've, yeah. I, you know what? I'm similar. I, I use it to do a bit of commentary, like not commentary, but when I'm watching a game, I'll, I'll have my say on it on Twitter. But I don't read the comments. <laughs> don't read Insta- comments. Instagram, just send the odd dick pic, but yeah, that's, that's about it. You know, uh, otherwise there's not a lot of interest for me. Instagram again. The difference between Twitter and Instagram, right? Twitter is nasty. Yeah, and that's probably its worst thing. People just get really angry. People really? get on and and behave poorly. 
Instagram, probably the worst thing about Instagram, a little bit of showing off, maybe. Yeah. Have yeah. a look at how good my life is. Uh, how bad my is? husband playing with the kids. Don't you wish you had one of these? Yeah. Um, here's a dog, girls. Do you want to go out with me? That kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, I'm on OnlyFans. <laughs> That's, yeah. my, That's my other one. It's a bit racy, uh, if we want to consider that. What are the other ones? Oh, I mean, TikTok, no one's on TikTok, TikTok. here, oh, right? No, no, no one I beg your pardon? That. Are you not on TikTok? I'm on MickTok. Yeah, but that's yes, not TikTok. Yeah. This is MickTok. Don't you explain TikTok to me. Go. It's little reels, right, where everyone dances to songs and then everyone watches and goes, oh, wow, and then dances again and makes things trending. Okay, take that cynical tone out of your voice. You don't, <laughs> you're not really selling it. Can't, anyone here on TikTok? No. Uh, Josh, get out of here. Josh, this will be good. Yes, we will. Really so we'll see what he's up to. Here we go. Put the space uh, kit on. He, oh, <laughs> here he comes. What are you doing on TikTok, mate? What happens there? You're talking my language now. I have to jump in here. I oh, love okay. TikTok. So tell me what happens. So it's just everything. I get my news from there now. Everything that you want is on TikTok. You've got the... You're a sad little man. <laughs> I know. Who needs the news? I don't even watch the news anymore. It's all on TikTok. But do you believe what happens on TikTok? Yeah. You t- there's all different trends on there, like different... Um, Food, like there's recipes on there that you cook because I can't cook and they give you a recipe and how to cook something in 30 seconds. Uh, so I do. You can buy a cookbook too. Yeah, it's cool. I can't it, read. <laughs> what happened to that? So what do you do? You go, oh, I feel like uh, uh, maybe uh, a lasagna tonight. I'll go on TikTok. Yeah, and I'll give you a 30-second one. It'll give you the best pubs and bars around Sydney. It's, it's unreal. I, I love it. <laughs> how many hours a day do you spend on it? Oh, upward from three. Wow. And what's the most entertaining part of it? What happens there? You just get in the rabbit hole from it. You'll be in there, like, you just open it up, and then you're in there three hours later just watching anything. It could be, like, a NRL video to a <laughs> cooking video to celebrity news. It's everything. What's happening in Sydney, local news. You get everything from there. Not really selling it to me. Uh, no, no. <laughs> uh, no. Well, I'll take you with it. Can we do a TikTok video or something? Yeah. Can bloody, I be in it? Yeah. Can I just say, I've just been told by our audio, we, we're massive, well, you are massive on TikTok. We've got a million views from- I love clip. TikTok. Yeah, so we love TikTok. <laughs> I love TikTok. <laughs> take back everything we said. Yes, we are we awesome it. on TikTok. We're I'm on TikTok. Play. It's beautiful. I'm going to give you my, a recipe for whistles. <laughs> Okay, to all our TikTok viewers, our recipe for missiles. Hey, we were going to talk about this story. A man is suing a woman for four and a half million bucks because she saw him as a friend and didn't want a relationship. Oh, what the? Are you, this seems highly litigious uh, to me. Uh, so he's a, a guy from Singapore, he's taken rejection pretty badly and decided to launch a lawsuit against his love interest. Um, he and and she has gone into counselling in an effort to ward him off because she friend zoned him. Yeah. Um, he wanted more. He friend zoned it, and now he thinks, no, bugger it, I'm worth more than that, and you've embarrassed me publicly. Uh, I'm going to sue. I mean, if you could sue for rejection, I'd be a billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't oh, just go, she rejected can't. my advances. 
So I'm going to see you. Otherwise, I'd be seeing uh, Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> uh, every Victoria's Secret <laughs> model, Kate Moss. I'm going to sue them all uh, for not going out with me. Does this seem an overreaction to you guys? It does. It, I mean, come on. It's it's uh, only in Singapore, isn't it, really, when you can see, see uh, $4.5 so. million. Dollar. I don't think uh, – look, put it this way. Someone in Sydney tried to do that. They'd get laughed at and they'd get they'd say, Mate, piss off. You know, you can't sue someone for being a friend and she didn't want to go further. That's this bloke's a stalker. That's what he no, is. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sue all my friends who don't sleep with me. No. Glenn Glenn Robbins. And I'll I will drag it back I'll, I'll drag it through court. I'll get this up to the high court. Wait, you'll all you'll all feel the wrath of my lawyer my team of phalanx of lawyers. <laughs> So that's worth three million is for friend zoning. What would ghosting be worth? If you ghost me, I'll sue you. Explain what ghosting is. What, what, what's that mean? Cat. I don't know. It's when you make contact with someone, you're chatting, you're getting along really, really well. You maybe even go on a date, and then they just disappear from everything. You so. go dark. Mm. Okay. You go that's, dark, that's, and that's different to catfish. Yeah. You go oh, off the very grid. different. I'll oh, sue you for catfishing. I will. <laughs> I remember. What's catfish where you get duped? Mm. Oh, okay. Why do so they call it quite, catfish? Because you, you, you catch a leather jacket instead of a catfish. Yeah, that's, you know, every, everyone, smarty pants. Why is it called? What are the origins of catfishing so Don't that know. it's called catfishing? Wouldn't have a clue. I want answers. Okay. Oh, he wouldn't. Have, he wouldn't. Okay. One, two, three, can, five, hang three. on. I've got it. Hey, catfishing. here we go. An internet yeah, uh, scenario. Oh, okay, the person catfishing uses another person. No, no, you're just telling me what catfishing is. I want to know the origins yeah. of the name yeah. catfishing. Yeah. And I just yelled Somebody. at my producer who was trying to help. <laughs> Danny, don't cry. You, you just got catfished by your own producer. <laughs> One, triple, three, five, three. You'll call us up if you have the definition. If you know why, it was originally called catfishing. And don't catfish us. Natasha Belling's in the studio because I've summoned her. Uh, why are you not reporting on the Chinese spy balloon? Because <laughs> it's too dangerous it's too, right you now. Think you, you'll be targeted? <laughs> yeah. What happened? What, I'm just still getting my head around this. What happened? What, Bring me up to speed. Okay, so as we know, there's been a lot of concern over ongoing tensions between the US and China. Sure. Over the weekend, a suspected Chinese spy balloon that's been flying across the US was shot down off America's east coast. Now, yeah. China's foreign ministry responded to the use of force, saying it was, quote, an obvious overreaction and a serious violation of international practice. And this is what alarms me. The Chinese Defence Ministry spokesperson said that the Chinese military reserved the right to use necessary means in response. Okay. All right. Thank you for that. Wow. I'll just – can I just say this? (laughs) I will be very, very disappointed (laughs) – if World War Three starts over a, <laughs> a friggin' balloon, over a, sp- a spy balloon, what year is it? Is it 1863? <laughs> what, they couldn't get a Zeppelin? They said it was a weather balloon. Oh, yeah, but hang on. Well, you can't it hangs a spy balloon. It's the worst spy balloon <laughs> ever. You can clearly see it. It's there the it is. size of a four-storey building. <laughs> What's that in the sky? That's oh, a spy balloon. <laughs> well, it's not a very good one because everyone can see it. <laughs> the whole point of a spy balloon would be so to sneak around. You go, there's a spy balloon. Where? Dunno. Can't see it. That thing. That's obvious. <laughs> it's the size of two buses. <laughs> it's in the sky and they've shot it down. 
China doesn't do things by accident, though. <laughs> no, I know that well. There, well, that they say it was what is it? Weather, weather balloon ball- that's drifted into American airspace. Oh wow! <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure they'd be they'd have a laugh if an American <laughs> balloon blew into oh, Chinese there airspace. There we go. There we go. Yeah. And they, this is um. You know what they should do? You know what I'd like to see? <laughs> <laughs> a, a giant spy balloon animal. Oh. You know you make balloon animals? Yes. Like Imagine a, a giant dog. A giraffe. What's that giant? What's that giraffe? What's that giant giraffe in the air? That's a spy giraffe. That's a spy balloon animal. Or it looked like, look like a jumping castle that come off its hinges. Oh, look up there. There's the jumping castle. Peppa Pig? Can Peppa we Pig. not please start World War Three <laughs> over a spy balloon or I'll lose my mind. <laughs> but you know, in the old days, this is in the old days, they used to, the first bombings used to be planes, like biplanes, who just uh, like go over and literally drop yeah. ammunition mm-hmm. out the side. This is from that era. Yeah. <laughs> a balloon. Oh, oh, China, wow. you're just one step ahead. Yeah, look, next we're going to change the tune. A man has put petrol in the wrong hole. What? Mick <laughs> <laughs> and MG in the morning, Triple M. Yeah, well, the NRL is in a bit of damage control uh, today after an off-field incident uh, between two of our biggest stars, Jackie White and Latrell Mitchell. We've got uh, Tash into the studio to tell us all about what the next movie is, Tash. What's the official word coming out of the uh, the whole matter? Yeah, MG, this is unfolding. Now, the Daily Telegraph is reporting that the integrity unit is now investigating this. The ACT police are investigating and both players have been arrested and charged. We know that it happened over the weekend, early hours of Sunday morning, yesterday morning. The pair had been out celebrating Whiten's 30th birthday when they are alleged to have engaged in a fight described by witnesses. Wasn't a fight. As a friendly wrestle. A play fight. Horse horse play at worst. Yeah. Shenanigans. And these two are renowned for it. Joke and Tom Foley. Like a lot of um, of these footy players who do a lot of wrestling in their repertoire. Part of their thing, right? There's a picture of them in the Today's Telegraph in 2019 at training, just into locking. It's, look. We've been doing it all morning. But, oh, you've, we've been doing right. it. You've got a spring in your step. You have got a spring in your step. Oh, and, you are, and you are a lot stronger than you look. And my sneak attacks. When I come up from Corky, you're Oh, from what about that? Hey, you dropped. You went down. I'm standing there and he's, he's backed me up. And, he's, and he's, you know how you get blown on your, on your hands and knees? And no, he's going, And he, he pushed me over Cat's back. He did. Anyway. <laughs> um, look, I, look, in my opinion on this, is it the worst case we've ever seen? No, it's far from it. Far from it. Um, the timing, yeah, we're about to embark. Not great. Yeah, there's a there's an all star game on this weekend. They're both star, they're both supposed to playing, which they should. Um, but look, I've been I've, I was involved in a lot of crap over my career, Mickey. I know, mate. And you're I, a bit I, over this, aren't you? Well, you just I, I go... think let's like, like, come on, let's move on. I mean, this is this is something the the integrity unit I think have looked at it and said the these guys are right to play, so not standing them down. Um. They're both six foot four or six foot five, and they're in a. If they're, 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 they're in a. If they're in a nightclub, yeah. and they're wrestling, someone might have said, "Oh, look, they're having a fight." The police have come. I don't know whether the police are hand, heavy-handed. I don't know whether they've set, they've backchatted the police. We don't know that. All yeah. I know is, from an outside looking in, it's a two two or three out of ten incident. Move on. Let's go. We're over this. Yeah. Come on. Take it from me, and by and the man, man the... who's had a wrestle in a nightclub in, Cam- <laughs> you in Canberra. Have... Trying, and by the way, Mick, Mick and Lawrence Mooney and Sam Pang were at a, yes. uh, uh, yes. a nightclub in Canberra. How long ago? 
Oh, it was the start of this tour, so it was about a month, so we're, we're a couple find, of months ago, no, last year, so, so okay. it was the end of last year, November. So we're trying to find a nightclub in, in Canberra. Yeah, it had a lighted the, dance floor like a you disco. You don't know which one it was? No. Okay. On 13353, please help us out. I didn't even know I'd been wrestling with Lawrence Mooney. I woke up, I had a bump on my head. I said, what's that? They said you were wrestling Lawrence Mooney in a nightclub. <laughs> we'll try and get the CCTV. The integrity units who's investigating that one, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, if you do know what that nightclub might be, yes. well, by all means, give us a call. I reckon it could be the one called 88 miles per hour oh, or well, Reload. Well, the high, Reload has... The Mile High Club, it's called. Yeah, <laughs> Mile High Club. Mooseheads. Could have been Mooseheads. <laughs> <laughs> I've just had MG pinned to the ground. He submitted. You're stronger than you. Yeah. You, you are stronger than you look. We're wow. just having a wrestle. No one got hurt. No one got There's hurt. There's a bit of, bit of shenanigans at worst. Horseplay at best. Ah, my knee. <laughs> you, you shouldn't bite. You should uh, not biting, bite when you're biting. Is a legitimate wow. tactic. That's a good tactic from you. That is a very good tactic. <laughs> and cuddling, I like yeah, cuddling. I love a cuddle. Yeah, good. I do. <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, do you, are you a tight ass? Would you describe yourself as a tight ass? The opposite. Cat. I'm generous. You're generous. I think mm. I uh, I'm fairly loose with the coin. Uh, but listen to this story. Uh, somebody invoiced their partner three dollars twenty three cents. <laughs> for eating a banana and toast at his mum's place. A woman has left people gobsmacked after sharing the story of how a partner of three years invoiced her for eating a banana and a piece of toast at his mum's house when they went to visit her for the weekend. Okay, that's a red flag, isn't it? That's that's, that's that's the worst I've heard. uh, that's way to check, please. See you later. <laughs> Three years. It's, 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 honestly, it's a wonder they've lasted that long. How, it, it, wow. That's unbelievable. This is incredible. Now, at 13353, are you a tight ass? Do you know a tight ass? I love yeah. these <laughs> stories because they're just funny. People trying to say, my dad was a classic. My, my dad, on the big stuff, there's not a more generous man I know, but yep. on the little stuff. Like if you bought a Daily Telegraph and then I bought a Daily Telegraph, he he would go bonkers that we'd had two daily telephones, oh, so we didn't we didn't need it. <laughs> he would drive around looking for a parking meter that still had time on it. Oh. <laughs> I swear to God. And in Melbourne at the time, in the middle of a cold in the middle of a cold winter, instead of putting the heating on, he put on a lumberjack at Nug Boots yeah. and sit and sit in the room with like with with like steam coming out his mouth and going, "Can we just turn something on?" And he spent a lot of time in the South Pacific. So what he would do is even at a supermarket like Coles, he would barter. So he would go, he would go. Well, how much for this? And they go, well, this carton of milk is that's all eighty-eight cents. He goes, I'll give you fifty. And, just, <laughs> and so he'd get the whole bag up and go, how much for everything? Let's crunch a deal. And you go, you can't do it. Do you know what tied us? There's a famous one in rugby league, the great uh, Jimmy Jack, uh, Gary Jack, who played. There's a story of him in the eighties playing for Balmain, and he had a mate who. Um, worked on the Harbour Bridge. Yeah. So he would say he finished you know, training at 4.35 in the afternoon. His mate didn't get on the Harbour Bridge on the toll till yeah. about 7 o'clock at night. So he'd wait around because he, he lived in the gong to <laughs> wait till his mate was on the toll. So avoid a 50 <laughs> cents each way toll to go to... And Jimmy Jack's famous. He's famous. That like, is Jay, unbelievable. Yeah. Great man. Cat, uh, can you wade in on this? I went on a first date oh, we and go. we had a tappers. So there was a couple of small dishes. I had a red wine. I think he just had a soda water. Already a red flag. 
And at the end, he itemised everything and went, I, didn't, I don't eat chorizo, so that tapas dishes oh, for you. Oh, wow. <laughs> you had a wine and I didn't. It was unreal. Yeah, well, you're getting nothing tonight. How about that for a response? <laughs> One, triple, three, five, three. Already the board's lit up. Let's get into this. There's a guy, a well-known coach in the AFL code, who used to take uh, the ice off, you know, your knees and bandage, you know, stuff that go in the place and bandage your knees. You put it in an esky and take it home. And no. <laughs> Put like you know, can't take it camping or just <laughs> like a bit of strapping on it, a bit of blood and some ice and some. You know. What about what about so-called mates who come to your house with like a, a six-pack? Oh mate, don't oh. do this. And they don't and they they drink a lot more than a six-pack, and then they take what's left of their six-pack home with That's them. That's the one I can't get. If you take it, you leave it. Exactly. Yes. But someone going, okay, well we didn't get round to that, so I'm just going to take that. Bottle of wine I bought for dinner. No. No. It stays. No, it's staying. Rebecca's on the line. Rebecca, uh, your dad's a tight ass. G'day, boys and girls. Hello, he Beck. certainly is. My dad's such a tight ass. When my kid was four years old, uh, he made him a Devon sandwich with a bit of uh, tucker. No, we'll call it tomato sauce on yep. it, right? Yep. And uh, he didn't eat the sandwich, so dad washed the tomato sauce off and hung the Devon over the drying rack. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> You get the yeah. idea. Oh, we we have a leader. That's what we're talking about. One triple three five three. Get involved, Belinda. Uh, who's the tight ass? Yeah. Hi. Um. Uh, love you guys. Thank Good you. on you. Love you. Every morning. Thank yeah. you. Um. Okay. So I was going out with this guy for a few years, and I knew he was stingy, but this one takes the cake. He took me out for Valentine's dinner, and I ordered, and then he asked the waitress to bring an extra knife and fork, <laughs> so he ate off my plate. <laughs> <laughs> Salmon and vegetables. Or oh so one God. meal between two of you. Yeah. Yep. Oh my goodness. Valentine's <laughs> Day. Yeah. How romantic. I have noticed women do this a lot though when it comes to dessert. And you go, you want to order dessert? Yeah, yeah. No, no. You I, go. Yeah. And then I order dessert. Next thing you know. Yep. I'm protecting it. Oh yeah. From the advances. Sticky day pudding. Oh, it's mine. <laughs> But what is it? Why is that a good thing? Because you just say, I don't want to eat that. Yeah, because you think, I don't want to waste the calories, but then you then get you it and we go, me. yeah. Have some of ours. Yeah. Yeah. And stab me in the hand with a fork as <laughs> you try to take a bit of me sticky oh, date pudding. We're watching your weight too. <laughs> yeah, hey, thank you. That's nice, girls. <laughs> oh, so it's yeah, so it's a noble thing that you do. <laughs> thank you. Nathan, uh, who's the uh, tight ass? Uh, my boss is the tight ass. Okay, how so? Um, we have a little nickname for him, uh, Mr. Krabs, because he loves money. <laughs> from from SpongeBob, um, yep. Yeah. He, he's good at saving money, even if that means not paying us. <laughs> wow, oh. I think that's crossing a line from. Oh. We, from... There was a, we went for a trip away for work, away for the week. Had to get to our factory at five in the morning, uh, three in the morning, sorry, and he didn't pay us till seven in the morning. So we got to... <laughs> who's, the, that the, who's that in the background? Oh, it's laughing, he's sniggering along with is you. That your, is that your boss in the background or your work colleague? No, that's, that's, that's one of the boys. <laughs> oh, the boys. <laughs> All right, we'll leave you two. Yeah. They're going to have a wrestle in a minute, these two. It's Maybe Monday wrestling day. Come on. Monday should be no holes barred wrestling day. <laughs> I declare this WrestleMania. Oh. Uh, good. Yeah, Tim's on the line. Tim, uh, who's the tight ass? G'day, g'day, guys. Love the show. Hello, Timmy. Yep. Yeah, uh, my tight ass is, a, is an old mate. And um, so 
in instead of using tissues to blow his nose, he'd go to the toilet and use toilet <laughs> tissue because he reckons it was cheaper. That is unbelievable. <laughs> wow. Um, wow. There was a famous story of, of a guy who used to keep the toilet paper and you had to go and ask, a dad who you had to go and ask, Dad, I want to go to the oh. toilet. And he'd, he'd knock you off a, 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 a few, few sheets. Yes, someone else <laughs> yeah. is aware of this behaviour. You know what? I had a mate whose dad used to number the, the sheets. Imagine how long that would have taken to number him. So you only have like four pieces each of the toilet paper. <laughs> Who went from 12 to 36, yeah. please? <laughs> you, Karen? <laughs> hey, uh, we break the big stories. We follow the news closely. We love uh, all sorts here, but this story needs a mention, I'm afraid. Um, I'm talking about Bobby, uh, uh, the, who has broken the Guinness World Record for being the oldest dog ever. A 30-year-old. That's a in dog that's years. What's that in dog years? 210. 310. Mm. 210. Jeez. <laughs> that's, Jeez. That's not human. Wow. Uh, Bobby is a purebred. Uh, I can't pronounce that. Rafael <laughs> Delantecho. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, it's, it's kind of like a, is that in Portuguese or? Well, I don't know. I think he's just a, what is he, a Labrador? Uh, <laughs> look at him. He's a bit stoopy. Yeah. Well, he's a cardigan. Pixelating his old fella. I don't think you need to do that. No. His <laughs> old balls might... would be hanging pretty low, wouldn't they? That oh. you reckon? Well, they say that the only thing that doesn't shrink is your nose and your cags and your ears. <laughs> hey, I've got some observations. Like, you've got a, like a laugh track or something for me there. <laughs> Here we go. The world oldest dog, he's 30, yeah. He's, he, he has to get someone else to lick his balls for him. <laughs> he's that old. He's the only dog who... Plays the pokies. <laughs> <laughs> he needs Viagra to hump your leg. <laughs> it's the only dog that settles in to watch the ABC every evening. <laughs> <laughs> he can only eat pal, just like a normal pensioner. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only dog that rings up and complains. To uh, uh, finish that one. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> he says in his he says back in his days, dogs didn't get rescued. <laughs> he hasn't been able to make his tail wag since nineteen seventy seven. He mixes his doggy treats with Metamucil. I'm out of here. <laughs> We've got some breaking news with Tash. We have cut. Thank you so much. Uh, this is breaking news, not to do with international uh, relations and no. a potential World War no, III. Another, another, balloons. another balloon's been shot down. <laughs> because you only break the big stories. You are yeah. a professional. You're an anchor. Yep. You've done it all. What are you bringing? This will be <laughs> This will be massive. This will be massive. Gotta, Gotta, turn up your radio, everyone, quick. Deep dive. Yeah. And I've had, I can't name the source at the moment, but we have had confirmation. We've identified the nightclub that Nick Malloy was involved <laughs> in an alleged scuffle. I know, I know it was a scuffle. Of, with Lawrence <laughs> Mooney no and Sam Pang. You said it, you were a bit tired and emotional, had I, fuzzy memories look, of where you were. I went in uh, tired and emotional. I came out concussed. So my memory <laughs> of the evening isn't great. And I only knew it the next morning when I said, I've got a bump on my head. And they said, yeah, you were wrestling Lawrence Mooney in a nightclub. And we're trying to – all I know is it had a lighted dance floor, like a disco-y. Yep. 
nightfall. Like I showed rain- you a picture, right? Like yeah, a rainbow colours, yes. All the rainbow colours, but we can't identify it. So no. a source has made contact with me. I can't identify them due to legal issues. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> the nightclub is called 88 miles per hour. Oh, Now yes. I've done a deep dive on their website. Oh, yes. Canberra's most fun night out. We're turning it up to 11 and Canberra's one and only 80s bar. All night long, $6 basic spirits. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Because Sam Pang tried to request a song and they said, mate, it's, it's not the 80s. It's not in the 80s. And it was like 1990. And then he got in an argument. Oh. Uh, while me and Moon Man <laughs> were having a, <laughs> having a wrestle. As we have been wrestling all morning. Yeah, yeah. I'm, morning. I'm, 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 tomorrow morning, I'm bringing in the headgear. And we'll start to wear a headgear. The I'm going to wear my wrestling trunks. Oh, oh no. Sneak up behind you. No, thank you. Just give you a cuddle. You are strong. Well, I'm you, strong, very strong. It's deceiving, isn't it? Very. <laughs> you wouldn't run at me. You'd just stop biting You wouldn't me. run at me. No, I wouldn't. I, wouldn't. I wouldn't run at you. Hey, oh, can we, before we go, <laughs> yeah. can I mention, now, this has dropped today, oh, yeah. our very first one, uh, me and Titus O'Reilly do, do a podcast. It's called Sports Bazaar. Um, and there's a legion of fans out there who yeah. love it. And we dropped our first one for the year this morning. Uh, it's the first episode of a two-parter about John Daly. Wow. And it's an incredible story and journey. You kind of know the broad overview, but when you dig down on this thing, it's uh, it's quite an incredible life he's led. And four or five of the most amazing wives <laughs> who are bringing a lot to the table in this story, and this goes everywhere and revolves excessive drinking and gambling and shenanigans and interactions with the PGA. It's uh, it's uh, please wherever awesome. you get your podcast. What did we say? Wherever you get your podcast, wherever yeah. you listen to your wherever you listen to your podcast or the yeah. listeners, probably not. Is it on the listener app? No. Uh, well, Never know. Stand by. Mm, everything else is though. <laughs> listener, L I S T N R. Yes, there you go. All righty. Are we all done? Are we all silent? We are sold. Wrestle time. <laughs> Let's go. Nick Malloy, MG in the morning.